the source of the speeches I use here on the Choice Voice podcast comes from a list of the top 100 speeches as compiled by researchers at the University of Wisconsin-Madison and Texas A&M University, among other places. It reflects the opinions of more than 100 leading scholars of public address. My choice of speeches should not be construed to reflect or promote any point of view. They are simply considered great speeches. Of course, the reason you listen to a choice voice varies from an interest in the subject matter and what you might do with it to a general appreciation of a great voice ready to read your commercials, audiobooks, or other voice acting projects, you can ask for more information in the A Choice Voice subreddit on, you guessed it, Reddit. And that, of course, is linked in the show notes. This is the announcement by Vyacheslav Mikhailovich Molotov regarding what would become known as World War II. And yes, the infamous thing known as the Molotov cocktail was named after this guy. He's also one of the guys Khrushchev exonerated in his secret speech which John read last year. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Molotov. Today, at 4 o'clock a.m., without any claims having been presented to the Soviet Union without a declaration of war, German troops attacked our country, attacked our borders at many points, and bombed from their airplanes our cities, Zitomir, Kiev, Sevastopol, Kaunas, and some others, killing and wounding over 200 persons. Enemy air raids and artillery bombardment commenced also from bases in Romania and Finland. This unheard-of attack upon our country is perfidy unparalleled in the history of civilized nations. The attack on our country was perpetrated despite the fact that a treaty of non-aggression had been signed between the USSR and Germany and that the Soviet government most faithfully abided by all provisions of this treaty. The attack upon our country was perpetrated despite the fact that during the entire period of operation of this treaty, the German government could not find grounds for a single complaint against the USSR as regards observance of this treaty. The entire responsibility for this predatory attack upon the Soviet Union falls fully and completely upon the German fascist rulers. At 5.30 a.m., that is, after the attack had already been perpetrated, von der Schulenberg, the German ambassador in Moscow, on behalf of his government, made the statement to me as People's Commissar for Foreign Affairs to the effect that the German government had decided to launch war against the USSR because of the concentration of Red Army units near the eastern German border. I replied on behalf of the Soviet government that, up to the last minute, the German government had not presented any claims to the Soviet government, that Germany had attacked the USSR in spite of the peaceful position of the Soviet Union, and that, therefore, fascist Germany indisputably is the aggressor in this affair. I must also emphasize, as spokesman for the government of the Soviet Union, that our troops and our aircraft have committed no violation of the border at any point, and that therefore the announcement made this morning over Romanian radio, alleging that Soviet aircraft had fired at Romanian airports, is a complete lie and a provocation, attempting retroactively to cook up incriminating evidence against the Soviet Union for alleged non-observance of the terms of the Soviet-German pact. Now, however, that the attack against the Soviet Union has already taken place, the Soviet government has issued an order to our troops to repulse the robber attack and to drive the German troops from our motherland. This war has been forced upon us, not 
by the German people, not by the German workers, peasants, or intellectuals whose sufferings we well understand, but by the clique of bloodthirsty fascist rulers of Germany who have enslaved the French, Czechs, Poles, Serbs, Norway, Belgium, Denmark, Holland, Greece, and other nations. The government of the Soviet Union expresses its unshakable conviction that our valiant army and navy and the daring hawks of the Soviet Air Force will discharge with honor their duties towards the motherland and the Soviet people and will deal a crushing blow to the aggressor. This is not the first time that our nation has had to deal with an attack of an arrogant foe. At the time of Napoleon's invasion of Russia, our people's reply was war for the fatherland and Napoleon suffered defeat and met his doom. It will be the same with Hitler, who in his arrogance has proclaimed a new crusade against our country. The Red Army and our entire nation will once again wage victorious war for the fatherland, for our country, for honor, for liberty. The government of the Soviet Union expresses its firm conviction that the entire population of our country, the workers, the peasants, and the intelligentsia, every individual man and woman, will regard their obligations and their work with full awareness. The whole country must now be joined and united as never before. Each one of us must demand from himself or herself and from each other the discipline, the organization, and the selflessness worthy of a real Soviet patriot in order to supply the Red Army, the Red Fleet, and the Air Force with the means necessary to assure victory over the enemy. The government calls upon you, citizens of the Soviet Union, to rally still more closely around our glorious Bolshevist party, around our Soviet government, around our great leader and comrade Stalin. Our cause is just. The enemy shall be defeated. Victory will be ours. Next week we hear John's reading of the last known sermon given by the Prophet Muhammad. Join us. This podcast and our other podcast are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes Techno King, John C. Brandy, Alter Ego, Doubting Thomas, Fact Checker, A Small Brown Beef Animal, Seriously, Tiny. Facts are important but are also easy. Social Manager, Abraham Lincoln, Media Expert, Augustus Caesar. Psychologist, William James, Sound Designer, Adobe's Creative Suite, Spanish Consultant, Cameron J.K. Brandy. French consultant, Leah, the do-your-own-research lady, videographer, Eto Monkoshki, audio props, Les Paul. Inspiration, many podcasts and other sources and of course Napoleon Hill. We also have websites, and you can subscribe to both podcasts. You can even send us a video, audio, or text message, but of course you'll have to head to the show notes, either on your phone or on the web, to get the links and stuff. And all those clickable links are in the show notes. And before we forget, the artificial intelligence or AI voices that you hear in our work are offered up by Google, Amazon Polly, and OpenAI like we say in the show notes. They don't sponsor us yet but we love what they do and we just love what AI can do when lovingly crafted. Finally, you can find us on ProtMatch.com, Matchmaker.fm, PodBooker and Podcast Guests where we consider guests and consider guesting on other people's shows. And really finally, the music for our pods comes from Cute by Bensound and from Piano Background by Nick Simon Adams. As well as from AI MuseNet. The sound effect credits go to Jackson Academy Ashmore, Kanusi G, Dr. Jekyll, Joe Payne, Everything Sounds, MK Play More Stories, ERH, Sand Emotions, Big Pickle 51, and Just Kidding. Yes that's his or her name. 
All on freesound.org. Also, languages are the bomb. Paul.